Welcome to the Stull Community of Faith podcast. May you be blessed as you listen to our Sunday scripture and message by Pastor Kyle Scheidemann. Scripture reading this morning comes to us from the book of Philippians. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Jesus Christ. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Brenna, for reading that scripture this morning. And now may the words of my mouth, but the meditations that are received from all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our God, and our Creator. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, drive away the chaff that the kernels left behind might truly nourish us. And we ask this in peace and comfort of our holy gospels. Amen. Boy, can you believe it? Can you just believe it? We have just celebrated Christmas Day, and here we are, New Year's Eve. We look at the end of our past year, and now we're beginning to look at the beginning of our brand new year. And so this morning, as we reflect upon this new year, I, I want to share with you a message, and I've entitled it this morning just simply, A New Year. And it's my hope that this year, the resolutions that we make will remember Christ in our personal relationship, and our being in worship with Him. And so as the year 2023 comes to a close, what kind of a year has it been for you? I hope your joys outweighed your sorrows, but now is the time to decide how you will start this new year. Has it been a year that you cherished, or is it a year that you want to quickly forget? Whatever your year's tone for us this week is fills us with hope, a hope that a new year will bring a change for us, a, a chance for a, a brand new start, a new beginning. And with that, many of us make our New Year's resolutions. You know those New Year's resolutions? These are the pledges that we make or, or promises that we give to ourselves or to God that we will personally be different this coming year. And so this morning, I'd like to kind of focus on some New Year's resolutions that each of you might want to consider, and I want to consider it for myself as well. But before we get into that topic, I thought you might enjoy maybe a, a couple of failed New Year's resolutions. There was a story told about a, uh, a high school uh, principal, and he thought he would do something different this year. He says, I saw, I want you to, to, to post your New Year's resolutions up, and we're going we're to put them on a bulletin board and so everybody can see them. And when the, the teachers all gathered around the bulletin board, there was a, there was a great commotion got started. And, and there were was, there was some angry voices being lifted up. And one of the teachers says, why wasn't my resolution posted? 
And she was throwing a temper tantrum at the principal. Oh, my gosh. And so he hurried back into his, his office to see, oh, my gosh, did I overlook her, her resolution? And sure enough, he had mislaid her resolution on his desk. And as he, as he read her resolution, he was astounded because the, the teacher first resolution was not to let little things upset her in the new year. How about this one? There was a son who, who called his parents, you know. We call our parents on New Year's Day and wanted to wish him a happy new year. And his dad answered the phone, and, and uh, he asked his dad. He said, well, Dad, he said, uh, have you made a New Year's resolution? And his dad said, yeah, um, I, I, I'm going to make your mother as happy and as, as, as I possibly can all year. Whoa. Pretty big resolution. Well, he talked to his dad for a while. Then uh, his mom got on the phone, and he asked her the same question. He said, uh, "Did you, Mom, did you make a New Year's resolution? And she said, well, son, I did, and that is to see that your dad keeps his New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Now, some of you may have given up on resolutions, uh, taking the same attitude. Remember the characters in, in Calvin and, and Hobbes, you know, the cartoon character Calvin? Um, and, and Hobbes once said, you know, God put me on earth to accomplish a certain number of things. But he said, right now, I'm so far behind, I'm never going to die. You know, have you ever felt like that? And so it's a time of year again when, in a fit of optimism, many of us make these great promises to ourselves about what we're going to do in the new year. And uh, many of us abandoned about the second week of January. Now, let's, let's be honest now. How many of you actually kept to your diet? A couple, okay. Well, um, uh, how many of you actually kept exercising past February? Okay, well, well, you know, this year I am determined I am going to be different. I have made a New Year resolution that I am sure I'm going to be able to keep for 2024. I've decided to eat more and exercise less. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. And I think I, I Sherry, I think she, she agrees I could probably keep that one. Now, I believe I'll be able to keep that kind of a resolution. But seriously here, seriously, um, this morning I want to talk to you about some resolutions uh, some commitments, which I guarantee will make a radical difference in our lives if you will just follow through on them. In fact, what I, what I want to do this morning, um, I want to offer you a way to start the new year in a way that will significantly change your life. And here's what I suggest to you. If you will make four commitments that God and his word encourage us, encourages us to make. I guarantee that the start of, of 2024 will be become one of the most significant events of your life. In fact, I, I tell you that if you follow God's advice, then 2024 could be the best year of your life thus far. And I want you to challenge you. I want to challenge you to make these four commitments for the new year. First of all, commit yourself to forget your failures. 
Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 says this, One thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Jesus Christ. That, that advice from God's word has stood the test of time. And I don't know of any more relevant and practical advice for any of us than that to start off 2024. We don't have to live our lives in prison by our past. All of us have failed in some way in our lives over this past year. And probably we won't see our failures recorded on, on any history channel anywhere, but they are recorded in our own hearts and our own minds. And for many of us, they may be very painful memories. Maybe, you, maybe for you, it's a memory of, of how you, you failed in a relationship. Maybe you made some wrong decisions, could have said some of the wrong things. And that relationship ended. And some of you parents probably know that maybe you failed your children in some way. But some of you, you older children, some of you young adults here, you probably know that we have failed you sometime in this last year. And all of us should know that in some ways we have failed God. What God's word is saying to us here is that we must not allow ourselves to be bogged down by our past failures, that, that we, we have not to dwell on our past so much that it stops us from moving forward into the future that God has for each of us. And I think that the start of the new year is a very good time to raise up that challenge. To say to yourself, I am going to, with the help of God, I'm going to forget my past. I'm going to stop torturing myself about what I did or I didn't do. And the new year is a good time to stop being chained to your past failures. God is saying here in his word that he doesn't want you to go through your life branding yourself as some kind of a failure. Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary so that we could be forgiven. And when we become Christians, that forgiveness becomes a reality in our lives. And when we have received Christ's forgiveness, it allows us to forgive ourselves and to, to forget our failures. So, what will this coming year hold for us, all of us? What will this coming year hold for us? Will it be a year that we, we finally get our act together? Will it be a year that the politicians will, will clear up the corruption? Will it be the year 
that science will finally find a breakthrough for some of the multitude of diseases that threaten us? Will this be a year that the church boldly proclaims its message and lives out its faith? Will things simply turn out the way they always have? Will our old problems, will they come barging back into our sunny January optimism? We don't know what this year holds. Likely we will experience grace and love, but we will probably almost also experience pain and frustration. And we will see the darkness in its full fury. But we will also see shafts of light that will burst through the darkness. Let us hold on to those shafts of light this year. Let us face this year courageously. Let us let it come as it may. And may we know that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Amen. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we, we come to you ready for this new year. Our old year is past us almost. We're going to be dropping our own ball here in a little bit, and our new year will begin. And so, Lord, we thank you for being with us. We thank you for the challenges that have been met and overcome, but we know the best is yet to come. So, Lord, be with us as we make our journey. Amen.